Okay. That's is that a problem? Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. It's too late now, isn't it? It's I can't really now. change my voice. Sorry, you need to go back yeah. and get born again. <laughs> 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 This is Layers, a conversation about building brands with more depth. Most brands are on social media, but they fall plenty short of our expectations. They tend to lack a bit of focus. They often seem off-brand. So what are the fundamentals for brands on social and how do we avoid losing our way on these platforms? MC, g'day. Hello, Dave. How you doing? Good. Back again for another week. Yes. Here we go. You spend a lot of time on social media more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> How so, do you know? So, I was thinking that um, that you were going to come with the gold today. Oh, okay. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Sure. What are some of the fundamentals? What are the things that we should be thinking about as brands before we go and proliferate our story on social media? Yeah, it's a good question. Particularly, I mean, I think we're trying to approach the topic a little bit more from a brand and branding perspective, mm-hmm. you know, than necessarily top 10 social media tricks and tips type approach. And so, I guess my first answer is probably boring <laughs> one or repetitive. There you go. I'm, um, I'm, keen, I'm keen for boringness. Yeah, it's really just about authenticity again. You know, I think if we had a drinking game on this podcast about the amount of times that I said that word, that everyone that listened would be wasted. But <laughs> I think that's, you know, it's just so fundamental to, to, to me, to brand and branding in general is about being authentic and, you know, it's almost just heightened, you know, exponentially on social, you know, um, that it's, it's a place to be, Sometimes even your most authentic self as a brand, you know, a lot of people are looking for behind the scenes type content or a real insight into the personality of the brand and the people behind it, that sort of thing when they're looking to social channels. So, certainly authenticity is the first thing that that comes to mind. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think before you do marketing, before you do social media, you've got to think about brand fundamentals. Yeah. And I think um, brand fundamentals really hark at that that particular topic of of being authentic, and also your values, the core messages, and your identity and how you want to portray yourself out yeah. there in in public life. I guess is that yeah, for exactly. lack of better terminology. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it really is going all the way back to the, the brand strategy and what that is, you know, as you say, it's all those fundamentals. Mm. So, it goes really all the way back to episode one for us, you know, where it's defining, as you say, all those things that you want to stand for and what the strategy is and, and how you're going to have, I guess, portray your values. And so, then the social aspect, I guess, just becomes one tentacle off that, you know, how we're going to demonstrate this is our brand personality how are we going to reinforce this is our brand person position how are we going to you know showcase our values in a human way you know if that's part of what you're about so really i think the, the first point of call is your brand strategy that you've hopefully developed and and making sure that is informing your social media strategy yeah it's a curious thing to me that that I think of a, a number of different brands, even brands that we've worked with as well too, where they have a really solid core message to their brand and yet it doesn't come through on social media. Mm. Like you might just see a social media feed full of dogs and office life <laughs> and, and, yeah. and and you just – and you don't – I mean, some of that is like a bit of like, I guess, um, office life and, and you know, being a bit transparent and maybe it's a culture thing. Mm. But it's interesting how sometimes that can be the dominant story that you're telling through social media and it doesn't really get to the fundamental, the, 
of of that brand and what they stand for? Yeah, I mean, I've got a another aspect here around like finding that right mix, that right balance to to what you're talking about. But I think that the the other part of that really is like do people just sort of assume, oh, this is how I should behave on Instagram to what you're talking about. Yeah. And and act like other brands on Instagram, like almost like just play into the expected behavior rather than what's true to their brand. So, oh, you know, other brands post memes on Facebook. So, therefore, I'll start posting memes when maybe humor isn't part of your brand at all. But, you know, there's just kind of this yeah, almost pre-prescribed personas for each platform of how you should act. And I think you to your point, people just kind of fall like into, fall that, into trap. that trap. Yeah. yeah. I've just, oh, I've seen this other brand do this thing, so I should do it too. Not really questioning whether that's right for their message or positioning. Yeah. It's such a curious thing. And I think it's, it's why I think many brands lose their ways because the, the brand strategy just tends to fall off the cliff when it, when it comes to what they do on social. And, and I guess to your point that you're making, I mean, I would say that many Many brands need to go above the context of their business. So, what I mean by that is it's not just about your products or services, but it's actually about the the bigger thing that you want to talk about as a brand. Mm. So, for example, if you're if you do coffee scrubs as a as a as a brand, mm-hmm. you're not probably going to be talking about that specifically all the time. You want to be talking about, I don't know, what is real beauty, for example. Yeah, right. Or if you're an accounting firm, why don't you talk about entrepreneurship as opposed to you know mm-hmm. i guess your your core service offering as a, as a couple of examples there but i think it's yeah it's going above the context of your business and trying to promote that that bigger thing mm. that your brand stands for yeah that's really interesting like again relating it back to the strategy piece that we talk about that's your why right like yeah. getting your your deeper mission out there it's a great channel for that so yeah and i think i mean look Especially when you run a, a social media strategy, and for people that are listening who will understand this, is like it's a it's a content hungry beast as well too. So you're always looking for new angles and new ways to tell the story. Yeah. And I think that is also a challenge as well too, is when you're looking for multiple ways to tell a story, it always has to come back to that central point as well, like a reference point of of values and core mission and why. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to do different formats of, yeah. of content. I think, though, that's a good example of where almost, you know, a tactical tip, which is, I guess, to a sort of almost identify a few different buckets that you could, or types of content that you could, um, you know, sort of assign and then mix up and find that balance. So, as you say, you might have a certain amount of posts that are about more your bigger mission and sort of broader ideas and values. You might have some posts that are just purely about your product or service and being a lot more direct and factual, if you like. And then you might have behind the scenes content or culture stuff, you know, and, you know, you can come up with more. But yeah, I think it helps in your planning if you sort of have an idea of the different types of content and messaging that you want to post about. And then you can sort of get into how frequently you should do each type. And, you know, then you start to plan out content around those, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're they're definitely good tips. Controversial segue, Mm. but... I mean, the segue is controversial, yeah. or the topic is controversial. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the, the the question is, should brands even be on social media? <laughs> full stop. I mean, do, as users, do we want brands to be there? I mean, yeah. and do you 
I mean, what what is your personal experience on this? I mean, do you follow brands on on social media? Uh, certainly do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I think a lot of it comes down to a couple of things. Like one being platform brand fit. Certain brands, I think, work better on different platforms. I mean, we sort of even touched on this a little bit in the last pod around. I do think that retail and consumer goods, for example, do really well on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And I certainly follow a couple of brands there where I like their mix of product content, but they sort of do share, I guess, a bit of lifestyle content that exists around the product. So, for example, it might be you might follow a surf brand and, you know, see their products, but then they're also obviously posting about surf you know, culture and lifestyle and that sort of thing. So, that's interesting. Yep. But I think the second part of it is if there's definitely some brands where it's even more challenging as well on any any platform. And that really, to me, just becomes a challenge to that brand to find something useful and entertaining or whatever the case may be to post. Ultimately, I guess there probably is some brands where it's not right for them. Mm-hmm. But I think certainly... Choosing the platform that most aligns with your brand and focusing there first, but also just figuring out what you're trying to say and why people would care about it is kind of fundamental to to answering that question, I guess, of yeah. should they be on there? Yeah. I mean, another part of it too, you know, we actually hear this a lot and I think we're even guilty of thinking this ourselves sometimes about our own brand is like, oh, well, what's the point of doing Facebook because people aren't on Facebook looking for our service? Or, you know, our customers aren't on social media is a common cry that we hear. But if you think about it the other way, well, everybody, you know, pretty much literally everybody in the world is on social media. So, your customers, whoever they are, are on there. Yeah. It certainly might be more challenging for your type of business to cut through and get to them at the right time and deliver a message that they're interested in. But I think... The fundamental answer is yes, you should be on there in some way in almost any case. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me it's a it's a battle of, of storytelling as mm. well too. Maybe battle is the wrong word. Maybe it's just understanding the craft of storytelling mm. um, in the context of, of your brand. I read a, a case study before we came on about Pop-Tarts, which is not a thing that we have. It's not Australian culture, <laughs> but but it's, it's obviously a huge thing in the US. And for Kellogg's, it's a massive product line for them. Mm. And it's interesting even... Even they were able to concoct something from <laughs> essentially a food product, yeah. um, and and a lot of it is kind of based in around what you, what you put between the the pop tart and and like how you layer it and mm. and telling sort of sto- stories around food, which is kind of you know. So I mean, even something as benign as that, you know, can have a story to tell. Yeah, I think that probably touches on a a bit of an interesting trend. I think too. I mean. Not so much a trend and that hasn't existed before, but I think it's it's a lot of brands are finding ways to ramp it up, which is involving your customers in your social media content. So, you know, you'll see a lot of brands now where they'll create Instagram stories, for example, that are just a series of other users' stories referencing their, you know, or tagging their product. You know, Plants in a Box, who's one of the brands that we work with, they do a really good job, you know, so an influencer or any sort of user might receive their delivery in the mail and then do an unboxing video on like an Instagram story and then Plants in a Box will go and collate all those together and create some engaging stories of their own and, you know, it shows customer love. And I think that's a great way of showing, you know, social proof and engagement and that, you know, it's not just this perfect image that we are projecting, but 
here's real people using our product and enjoying it and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, the other interesting thing that I read earlier this week on on social, and this is actually a Harvard report, uh, I think it was done back in 2017, uh, talking about that it's been really hard for like the big corporates, the big brands of the world to crack the, the top 500 on YouTube. Yeah, right. Whereas with massive budgets, by the way, mm. and and whereas like say individual, you know, kind of uh, content creators have been able to to win with like a, a budget that's like a hundred grand mm. because it's essentially them and they are the brand. Yep. But yeah, how how they've really struggled to to capture you know market share and 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 get viewership on on YouTube. Mm. And it's just it's just an interesting. It's interesting, like that the, the the big guys are still really struggling with this, yeah. and I think if you look into it more closely, a lot of it's got to do with the fact that you know the the stories aren't being told correctly. They seem to be off brand still, mm-hmm. and also, like you were saying before, it's not it's not being told by the the brand story is not being told by the customer as well yeah. too. So you don't have any of that element of it. Yeah. It's just all a bit one way traffic. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it as well comes back to that sort of authenticity mixed with storytelling like you were Mm. talking about like do those big brands have something really authentic to say that is at the same time entertaining and engaging you know like maybe their products are a bit dull so you know what are you really going to say about them maybe they don't have as as clear or an interesting as a why you know so they don't have that sort of thing and I'm sure they're probably a bit more conservative too. I mean, if you look at the most popular YouTubers, they're all probably tend to be more in the shock jock kind of yeah. category as well, yeah. you know, which is not something a big brand's going to play into. Well, that's probably a bit risky in terms of a strategy. For yeah. Them to- I think it really just like a lot of that to me comes back to your question before around should brands be on, you know, X social platform? If they don't have anything to say, then probably not. Like just doing it to tick the box is not the right idea either yeah i agree with you and i think that's the point if if you if you don't have anything compelling to say you might as well not be there because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort to conduct a really good brand story on any platform yeah so yeah if you don't have anything compelling to say then you should probably just shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure all right what else you got you got anything else on yeah i I mean i think the the last two trends for me if you like that that i've noticed is that definitely live and live streaming is becoming a bigger and bigger thing for social so a lot more brands but consumers too are are doing live videos whether it's instagram or facebook live streaming platforms like twitch are just getting more and more popular so that's just something interesting i guess to to keep in mind i mean i think part of that trend is probably to do with again you know we it's interesting you've talked about social media in the past always as a way to be more authentic and break down the barriers. You know, you might, to some of the story stuff we were talking about before, you might even see social as a way to supplement and tell a story that you wouldn't necessarily tell on your website, for example, like going really deep into your why. But it's funny, we always used to talk about, you know, social initially is doing that and then, but then along came kind of the perfect veneer version, you know, where you preened your Instagram profile within an inch of its life and then stories came along to then be kind of the authentic version of, you know, of yep. posting. And to then me... It disappeared after yeah, a short period of time, yeah, so I mean, it wasn't too much embarrassment. Yeah, exactly. It up. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you know. So that was all about being more real and authentic. And I think live's just the next kind of extension of that, you know, even is taking it further in terms of being real and raw, you know, anything can happen live. And even where you can curate your stories a bit, you kind of just, when you're live, you're live sort of thing. So... 
it's interesting, I guess, to see that, um, you know, from a brand point of view, you could do, you know, be live streaming a launch event or, you know, like live streaming, unboxing your latest product or any of those sorts of things. So there's some interesting stuff, I think, to be to be doing there. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about live is that it, it, it is it does give you another opportunity to be human and to get behind a brand yeah. and to connect with the, the people. And I think that's the interesting factor of live video yeah. is that you can't really curate every moment of it. It, yeah. it, it. it is what it is and that's human. Yeah. I mean, another interesting use of live too is like an ask me anything type scenario where you might jump on as, as a representative of the brand and answer a bunch of questions, you know. So, again, that's kind of giving that extra transparency layer and engagement, those sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess something similar just off, off the back of that though is just video content in general, you know, so a lot more people sharing a lot of more video content snippets and stuff to their social feeds, you know, whether it be a little bit of a snippet of a podcast like we do to our social feed, you know, or, you know, deliberate video content that's created purely to educate or inform and posting that to your social channels. That just seems to be uh, becoming quite popular too. Yeah, they're two really good tactical things that you can that you can do that, that sort of have that baked-in brand fundamental to it. Yeah. Cool. For me. Good stuff. All right. Well, I reckon that's a good place to leave this week. Nice. Thanks, MC. No worries. Layers is a weekly podcast, a conversation between two brand blokes. If you want to hit us up with any questions, you can reach us through our studio, which is at fly.studio. If you want to learn more about building a brand, you can listen to other episodes at layerspodcast.com or through other good podcast platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on Layers.